Okay, so yes, it's a sexy grocery store. This this grocery store is in the back of a sex shop. It's like why is the grocery store sexy? Can we also not talk about a chocolate croissant coming? Nutella chocolate. Extra rich. William, I'm trying my best. Listen, all you two-year-old listeners. I'm just trying to get us to this interesting story, and you two won't let me fucking go. Hey everyone, and welcome to We Wrote the Book, the podcast where every episode, a bunch of theater nerds get together and try to write a brand new musical. I'm your host, Christian Adderholt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Olivia Wise. Uh, Hey, pals. Hey, Olivia. And today we are joined by our resident guest, William Solar. Hello. Hey, William. Hi. Hi. How's your day going? No, I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> no, not doing that. Okay, this is what we're going to be talking about today. I'm skipping all the pretense. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of having to pretend to care what you have to say. We're getting to the story. So... <laughs> Today, Did you I hear want to... Olivia's response to this? She's like, oh god, that's so rough. It's okay, just keep going. How could I was you? gonna tell you that my day was really good. It started out good. I'm really glad to hear that it was really good, Olivia. That it started off really great. Yeah. So, yeah. Today I want to talk about <laughs> the okay. woman who It's invented... all about what you want to talk about, Christian. It's always what you want to talk about. Okay, what would you like to talk about, William? Olivia, Uh, what would you like to make a musical about? What did you research to make this musical about, huh? My day? Yeah. (laughs) What what was the first thing you did? Let's do it. Let's write a musical about your day, Olivia. It is currently 11.20 (laughs) a.m. on Sunday. What have you done in the three hours that you've been awake? Well, let me tell you. Do, 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 do. I woke up, it was Sunday, I had a really long day on Saturday, so I laid in bed and wiped the boogies out of my eyes, and I said, I'm gonna order breakfast from Grubhub, I'm gonna order breakfast where I get $5 off, my purchase of $15 or more. This song has been brought to you by Grubhub. Sausage and some maple cheese. What's maple cheese? Couldn't tell you. It didn't taste like syrup. It tasted like cheese. Hmm. What else did I do? I looked at Facebook for probably an hour and a half. I don't know. The time flew. I didn't see anything that interested me. But I couldn't. Stop looking. So that's my day. <laughs> this musical is one minute and forty-five seconds long. Okay, um, that's that's a musical pitch we could go with. Uh, I really appreciate you teasing that one out. Um, but as you see, it's only been a minute and forty-five seconds. William, what yeah. what musical would you like to talk about? You know, I'm changing. I'm changing the the idea for the podcast right now. We are just going to pitch. We're just going to pitch for a little bit and see which one we can actually, that's actually decent. So, William, what, 
musical pitches do you have? Um, this this sort of feels like a trap. Um, but I'm just gonna, you know, uh, see what happens when I just hit random on Wikipedia. Um, you can randomize on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <gasps> that's great. That. Have you ever played? Have you ever played uh, Six Degrees of Separation or Six Degrees to Hitler? Yeah, I've played Kevin Bacon version. So, the the Wikipedia version of this is you hit random a couple times, and you have six clicks to try and uh, six clicks into different articles to try and get to Hitler. So, how would we make that a musical? Uh. This sounds awful. I think that um, I think you've made your point, Christian. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Keep going, keep going, William. No, I'm um, bored by Williams. If we're not doing my day, then we'll do whatever Christian does. Says. Any other any other um, suggestions, Olivia? Um, we could talk about what I'm planning to do later. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm planning to get back in bed after we record this podcast. Then I might watch a little TV. I don't know, maybe some righteous gemstones. And probably take a nap until 4 p.m. Then I'll get up and order a little more grub again. Oh, I like I really, the rhyme in that one. I do I like I, that. I do actually really like this idea of having a sponsored musical. Um, is there like a company that we could get to sponsor some musical? That we... You know, you know who a company that would sponsor <clears throat> basically anything that will slap their name on anything is like Dunkin' Donuts. Sure. Um, I have a Dunkin' that... Donuts right near my house. I've been once. It was decent. It was fine. What would a Dunkin' Donuts musical be like? So would we, would if we, this was a corporate sponsored, would the songs be all about like the incredible amount of variety they have that it's no longer Dunkin' Donuts. It's just Dunkin' because they have coffee and pastries and sandwich, breakfast sandwiches and so much to do. I, I think, think we, uh, you go. Okay. I do think that this would be like a golden age musical about the up and coming, um, uh, dunk, uh, donut artist uh, of a Dunkin' Donuts in Boston um, who's going to make their day. Again, if we're... I, they I have invent to a new that. sprinkle. I ha- if we are if we are going to be sponsored by Dunkin', it, you have to know that it's Dunkin', no longer Dunkin' Donuts. It is just Dunkin'. Dunkin'. That sounds like a contestant on Love Island. So yes, I my pitch is we set it... At, we set a Love Island style musical and all of the uh, the drinks have to meet up with the donuts and they they have to try to how about what the fuck are you talking about? what if the what drinks if we... and the donuts have, we like show them how sexy each of them are and then they have to like become a couple at the end so then what we're if like, we here's the combo your... you should get what if we take your absolutely insane idea Olivia just completely bonkers and take William's yeah. decent idea and kind of mash them up a little bit. Maybe this will oh, get... Yeah. So we have the up-and-coming <laughs> Duncan artist who's remaking donuts and reimagining all of this. He wants to be their executive chef. But when he's working at Duncan, he falls in love 
Right. With, with a who? donut? I don't know. No, not with a donut. <laughs> with a person. A consenting adult. Look, B-movie was made. I don't know why we can't do this. Because we're not Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> it's <real>. Yet. <laughs> and, our, and we should all be thankful. Yeah. We know yeah. Jerry Seinfeld was made from the B-movie. Yes, that's where he got his fame. Okay, so, but Duncan, they he's creating all of these things, and he falls in love. Who does he fall in love with? Uh, the person who wears the Duncan donut, donut costume. Who falls in love with... Does he ever see this person's face, or does, does he just fall in love with fall, them as fall, the donut? Falls in love with their voice. It's so much more romantic. Yeah, so much more romantic. We have, and then that way he is also falling in love with the donut. Or maybe, or maybe he thinks the person that he's in love with is in the donut costume, and it's a Cyrano de Bergerac problem. And in fact, it's a different person. And so the person that he thinks he's in love with is not in the donut costume. It's like the wrong Missy, but with donuts. And yeah, because then we can have a ridiculous song. That says the hole in my heart. I I need a donut hole for the hole in my heart, or something like that. Or my heart is like a donut. There's a hole in it. Something about that where they need their love to fill the donut hole. Yeah, I think the more holes, the better in this musical. The more we can say hole in this sponsored musical, I think really, really will go well. Look, I think since the Eminem's desexualized, I think Do- uh, Duncan, and that caused you know a lot of controversy. I think Duncan should oversexualize and steal the thunder. Um, Just so many thing. holes. So many holes on that Duncan Donut uh, suit. The Dunkin' Donut holes. is wearing go-go boots that the Green Eminem abandoned. Full anatomically correct donut person. Yes. <laughs> We're going to see fully clear penetration in this. It's just got to happen. Oh, God. Well, that's over the top. This is oh, all I'm just sorry. innuendo. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, the story, fine. The tension. Fine. Oh, then fine. What's your pitch? Such let's a do, man. Let's do an Eminem's musical. What's your pitch for the Eminem's musical then? Okay, so here's my pitch. Um, all the Eminems uh fall into a time warp, like a, a like a black a wormhole, and they enter a new dimension where um there where heels over two and a half inches don't exist. <gasps> And um, that uh, well, the anxiety is rampant everywhere. Um, so that one orange, the one orange guy, no, the one orange Eminem is the only one who realizes that they're in an alternate universe, and everyone else. So he's the just, so his conspiracy is true. Yes, yes, he's he's overly anxious the whole time because okay, okay, then let's yeah, let's break down let's break down the characters then. Who who are they? So there's right. the there's the six there's the six M and M's there's uh-huh. the uh, there's the brown M M&M and M with the heels and the glasses yeah the smart one the smart one thank you perfect yeah. so she or they are the smart one um maybe they're the first ones to believe the conspiracy theorist guy oh yeah yeah well no no I think okay. they're the one. I think they're like the CEO type. They're like, adjust to this new society. We must rise and become like the leaders of the society. Okay. You know? Okay. Like they're the capitalists. They're um, the capitalists. The yeah. Okay. Then um, then we've got the red one who 
looks the same. He His shoes changed a little bit between the redesign. He's slightly brighter, though. Yes, he is. He's slightly brighter. I don't know. I mean, he's always been the he's always been the the smart the smart Alec of the group. Yeah. Yeah. So I so, think him slightly being a little bit more red makes him more bold. Okay, so he's he's like the Chandler of this group. Sure. He's no, he's a Ross. He's, he's a, a Ross. Ross? Oh, he's a Ross. That's mean. Yeah. Nobody should be Ross. But so. So, okay, so we've got the smart one, we've got the smart, smarmy one, we've kind of got the, the the one that's like, that wants attention, that's a big, you know, it's kind of a showboat, but also he, very sarcastic. I would call him like um, the jackass, like the whole cast of jackass in one okay. M&M. In one that's M&M? That's a red one. That's oh, a red one. That's an yeah. interesting combination. He's, he's going to go do some stunts. Okay. Okay, then um, the peanut, the peanut M&M, the yellow one, what's his deal? He's dumb as shit. He's, supposed he's to be also the... voiced by John Goodman, so oh, those are, that's just a that. fun fact. He's supposed to be positive now, so maybe it's like he is trying to be stay positive, but he is dumb as shit. Okay, this world is like wacko. So maybe he doesn't even realize he's in an alternate dimension. Yeah, he's just happy to be there, happy to hang out. Yeah, he's just real dumb. Okay, okay. Then we've got the formerly sexy one, the green one. Now she's wearing. Normal shoes, no longer wearing go-go boots. Yes. Um. Let's see what her thing is. Maybe uh, she's the Daphne of the group. She's tired of being portrayed as just a sex object. Yeah. So she's going to school. She's learning karate. She's learning to be a self-actualized person. Yes. And then at the end, she becomes an actual person. Oh. No longer fantastic. an M&M. Yeah. No longer an M M&M. and M. So then like she eats mermaid. the rest of them because she's a person, and they're M and M's. Oh, that sounds. <laughs> that's a good musical. That's I'd a great see musical. It. Best part is we're not even done. There's still one more M and M. Bet you what? almost forgot about them. The blue M M&M. and M. The blue M and M. What the heck? Yeah. What does he do? He's just cool. He usually he just plays. Is like, the saxophone. I don't know. He's kind of like the stoner of the group, I guess. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, he wore black glasses and, and, and played a played a saxophone. So, so he's Bill Clinton. <laughs> I think actually, you know what? I do think that I got a Clinton vibe from him when I was a okay. Child. Yeah. Okay, so he is Bill Clinton. We're not going to go into any details. He's just okay. Bill Clinton. Yeah. So how do they? So we've got the cast now. Now how? They're in an alternate dimension. Are they trying to get back? Do no. they care? Do they end up getting back at the end? I I think that I think that what would make the most sense is that they try to get back, realize that it's much better off there, and then once they've decided that they're happy there, they accidentally go back because someone does something stupid. So it's just <laughs> a, so it's just a, okay, a so- failure of situation. So everybody adjusts except for the orange M&M. And he is trying to find a way back, and he actually does it. And he finds a way to get them all back. Sure, yeah. Okay, okay. And then he realizes that in the past he was also the anxious and scared one. And he's just like, are they they going to, like, grapple with the old versions of themselves? Yeah, like a like an actual fist fight. Yes, they're gonna meet in an alleyway. They're gonna have a whole like dance ballet 
a la um West Side Story. Yes, thank you. A la West Side Story. They're gonna sharks and jets it. Yeah. Gonna do a full thing, and one of them is gonna get cracked. <gasps> it's gonna get cracked open and lose their shell. Gosh. Which ones fall in love? Uh the green ones, obviously, fall in with love. each other. With each other, yes. Yeah. Because they're the okay. only two people yeah. that understand. Yeah. Makes sense. Exactly. Okay. I love this. So if we're gonna be pitching this to anybody, we need one song. Just to show them, give them a taste of what we're doing. So what song? Part of me feels like that there's there's something along the lines of, I think that this is actually a jukebox musical. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh, that seems is corporate. Is it only Marshall Mathers? Is that mm-hmm. what you're trying to do? No. Um, okay. It's only... Um, also known as Eminem. For uh, yes, of course. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, no. Uh, I imagine that the song starts with uh, Come Sail Away. Oh, that is a very, that is a very um, sci-fi song if you listen past the first verse. Yes. Who Who is that? Sticks? Sticks. It is yes. Sticks. What else does Sticks do? Is this Domo oh, is this Origato, this? Mr. Roboto. That okay. wasn't Sticks, uh, was it? Yeah, it was. Uh, oh. Rene- Renegade. Uh, too Much Time on My Hands. I mean, the the list does go on past that. Can we can we put "Going Off the Rails on a Crazy Train" song in this? Yeah, maybe. Yes. But can we have the Green M M&M and M sing "Lady" to the other Green M M&M? and M? I mean, oh, there's so yeah. many great choices here. So this is oh, all so like you just dad classic just rock. Sticks, <laughs> yes, it's saying. just. Sticks. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Just sticks, and so it's it, the M&M that mean, brought to you by sticks. Does that mean that this is all a metaphor for death because they're crossing the river sticks? I mean, yes. I, I imagine that this has multitude of layers, okay, much like would, the Eminem itself. Okay, so what would the the Grim Reaper Eminem look like? Um, I assume it's it's solid like, black. No, it is all just of a, the colors mixed in. To I what? mean, I mean, it, it is just a corporate stooge, right? It's just it's it's just men in black, like mm. right. Oh, it is just okay. it is just suited humans. I would think it would just be a giant mouth. Oh, like in Rocky Horror, like a little, a little, uh, um, a mouth that eats the M M&M, and M because you know, yeah, it's yeah. The- but we do it in, like a la Audrey too, like yes. from Little Shop. Yeah, yes, you can get, you can even get a puppet in this one, William. Yeah. <laughs> is it just a mouth that eats them, or is it like a big hand that picks them up? I don't. That's a good question. Mouth. Or maybe it is just the big hand. That Maybe comes down and picks hand. them and takes them away. A bit SpongeBob, but you know, I like it. Okay, okay. Well, I think we've got a good one for <laughs> for M and M's. Any other oh. ideas? You know what? Let's let's. This is a pitch meeting. Let's just okay. make this a pitch meeting. Anything yeah. else? Um, um. So yes. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 1860, the Pony Express began operation. The Pony. That is the that is something I have not heard in so long. The Pony. Express. I don't think we should do that. But there what are other is things. That? What's the Pony Express? So I've oh, heard of it as great. a term, but I don't know what. So it is. the Pony Express, we is a series of uh, mail delivery systems by horse. It was oh. it was like the first kind of they would essentially like you would have a stretch of road or stretch of travel that you would be responsible for as the deliverer. And you would take it from one, let's say, one town to the next. And then there'd be another Pony Express uh, rider 
uh-huh. that would be in the next town and you'd hand that over so that way you you and your horse could sprint essentially without getting yeah. too tired because you would stop and so that's how they would do like rapid transit mail delivery in like the 1700s in the u.s it was through the pony express oh. yeah it's great um i'd know that's about all i can remember of it it's something i remembered in middle school but honestly that sounds like it would be really fun like not even in an absurdist way i think the pony express could be really fun i, um, I think there, there's I love live about... ponies on a stage yes <laughs> Yes, there a lot is, of horses. There is something about doing like the Pony Express, but like doing it when um, the telegraph starts becoming popular. So does this. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, yeah. The, it's a bit like um, singing in the rain, you know, because singing in the rain Explain. is like wit is is um, where silent movies were being replaced by talkies. Like that's the whole context of the Really? Musical. That is the yeah. whole context of the musical, yeah. yeah. See, that's also the context for the artist. So the artist just basically stole its entire oh. thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess you can s- tell a lot of stories. Sort, sort history, of. I would, say, I would say Singing in the Rain is more like like a, a that it's coming up again is more of that Cyrano de Bergerac problem as well. Right, like oh. it's it is this thing of there's this star who's like really good but has a really shitty voice, mm-hmm. and so they have someone singing for her, um, mm. and the main characters are friends with the person who's actually singing, um, and they eventually cause shit to happen so that she can, so that she gets seen that she's actually the singer, and then she becomes mm. famous for it. You know who stole that idea is a lot of Disney TV. A lot, a lot of yeah, Disney TV. episodes. A lot okay, of so, Disney episodes. But so I love that. What if we just concept. did Hannah Montana the musical? Nope. That's already been done. Uh so <laughs> it's a let's, musical. Let's, let's stay focused. We've got this pitch. We've got this pitch going. Let's stay focused. Okay, see for what okay. We can Pony do Express. Yes. Pony Express. So you've got the pony. You've got the do we want it, do we do we want any like famous writers? I don't know of any. Was it was Paul Revere wasn't part of the Pony Express? Not at all. Like a hundred no. years. A hundred. Oh, I years thought you different. meant writers. Writer, no, writers. Writers. Famous for writers. example, for example, like um, uh, William Cody. Have you heard that name? It sounds no. familiar. Yeah, well, this no. is going you, back to middle school for me. Better know him as Buffalo Bill. <gasps> Not I do recognize that name. Not, not the, the serial killer though. from Silence of the Lambs. But, oh, uh, but okay. yeah, not that one. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, he was the person who had a, a huge uh, like stage show, or not stage show, like traveling show that Annie Oakley got famous on. Yeah, he was, wasn't, was he the one that was married to Annie Oakley? I don't think so, no. No, okay. Because I know she did marry somebody from this, from that traveling show, but. Yeah, um, okay. there there is a guy who goes by Pony Bob, um, who is regarded oh, focusing as, on Pony Bob one hundred percent. Who is it's regarded as uh, among the most brave, resourceful, and best known writers of the Pony Express. Wow! Apparently. So is this like a one hander musical where it's just Pony Bob? His great like, okay. Wait, actually, this the is pretty amazing. His greatest ride was one hundred and twenty miles. Which was eight hours and twenty minutes while he was wounded. Oh my! 
um, and was part of the contribution of the fastest trip ever made by the Pony Express. Wow. The mail carried Lincoln's inaugural address. Oh. Well, that's pretty significant. But then but he lived by we, himself. It's not much of a... What, what if we it? mash those up together? Uh-huh. What if he is trying to deliver Lincoln's inaugural address while he's injured under a time crunch? Oh, that's what I was saying. Ooh. Okay. Okay. That exact thing was that thing he was oh his inaugural address good we don't even have to lie the country we don't even have to lie so so if we do that we're how we'd start with him getting injured however he gets injured let's say um shot by somebody doing something yeah so yeah that i mean that's fair um when he reached a station his relief for a writer was so frightened that he refused to take it, so he takes it. Has rest, comes back, and the um, place had been completely destroyed. The station that he had left from. Oh my. And then he was shot by an arrow. Wow. Oh my. He was running away. So wow. he made a 380 uh, mile trip, round trip. Well, that's perfect, honestly. Um, so... We start so the first act is him getting to that station before he gets injured. Um, maybe he meets some fun characters along the way, you know, like a, a crazy old man in a rocking chair that sings he, a fun jug song. Dude, this guy's um, like super cool. He and Buffalo Bill went on a diplomatic mission to negotiate surrender with Sitting Bull. How does this guy just like this guy? Which, by the way, his name. The reason that this is crazy is because he goes by Pony Bob. Which is just the dumbest name on the planet. Buffalo Maybe. Bill and Pony Bob. <laughs> Buffalo Bill and Pony Bob. That's the point. That's the thing that makes this so funny. Maybe he's a bunch of different Bobs. And they all uh, go by no. Pony Bob. Robert has Pony Bob Club. No, I mean, he has a real oh. name. Yeah. No, oh. I know, but I think it's more fun <laughs> if... William, you were really... Uh... You're you're really trying to stick to the history here, and we're just trying to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, they're fair. a secret club of the Pony Bobs, and they do heroic deeds relating to mail delivery um, across the country. Yeah, maybe maybe this yeah, is a national like treasure it. situation. Yes, it's this is a secret. This is like the uh, <laughs> the the Knights of Columbus or the uh, all of that, except yeah. for it's Pony Bob. They're like a motorcycle gang, but all split up. So like they're like the Hell's gang. Angels or whatever. But it's a all secret network. Secret, yeah, it's a se- secret network of heroic mail carriers inspired yes. by Pony Bob. Of course, yeah. Perfect. Okay, so then our I'm assuming our main character is the direct descendant of Pony Bob. Of course, who doesn't want to be a motorcycle riding mail carrier but his entire family is like going back generations have been (laughs) it's just a bike messenger in new york (laughs) now we're just riding premium rush but yes um yeah we are oh my god premium rush is a musical that sounds amazing let's do it so a bunch of bmx on stage so he's reluctant (laughs) so he's reluctant to do it but he gets a special request. Maybe he has to deliver a president's inauguration address. Because, in, the, in the time of the internet? Well, hey, hey, they don't trust the internet for whatever happened. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is, he's delivering the actual written thing for the archives. 
and they don't want to fax it. They don't want to mail it. They don't trust anybody. So he gets approached. Yeah. He gets approached. Maybe he's living in And it's Las on January Vegas. 6, 2021. <laughs> I'm trying to have yeah. fun here, William. Well, there are seven hours of phone calls missing from the documentation. Oh, Everything was being delivered by a bike messenger. So he's living in Vegas... Mm-hmm. Just kind of like he <laughs> refuses to be the pony I don't, that everybody knows. I don't knows think that there be. are very many bike messengers in Vegas. See, he's a motorcycle <laughs> messenger. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! And then this is how we can get our corporate sponsor of Grubhub because he—that's what he's doing. <laughs> he's that's what he's doing right now. Is, or or Postmates. We it could be Postmates. He's a yeah. He's a food delivery guy at um. At in Vegas, for whatever reason, and the only reason I'm giving it Vegas so that way it's a cross country trip when he of course, gets yeah. to DC, or yeah. he could be in California, he could be in LA, and Benny sure. has to drive cross country in his mo- on his motorcycle with the president's physical inaugural address, or even the ind- uh, Declaration <laughs> from, of Independence from California. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and see, there's a secret. But there's a secret organization against him, oh, trying uh, to steal this document. Uh, is called it, is the it, Bony Pubs. No, they definitely call themselves the Phone Company. Oh, okay. love yeah. it! I love it. And so he's traveling across the country, and he learns what it means to be Pony Bob. And his his arc essentially mirrors what happened to the real Pony Bob during this trip. Maybe he gets shot by an arrow. Um. The phone company shoots him with a, with a crossbow for some reason, not using not using guns. They just decided to use a crossbow. He barely makes it in time for the inauguration of some president. We're not going to pin it down to who, because uh-huh. um, that would be that can be problematic in a lot of ways. But he learns how important it is. So, where does the important- music fit in here? That's what I'm. I was about to ask. I think it's a lot of like he's singing by himself. He's singing on the road. He has rest stops where he has like big dance. He has big numbers where he's learning about how much he loves the open road. Um, this is really a musical, kind of sponsored by the National Park Service, <laughs> um, where he's like talking about all these beautiful things he's seeing when he drives across America and singing with people. It's very uplifting. And then there's the phone company. So he needs this. I think the song we need is the one where he decides to get back up on the bike and ride, even though he's been shot. What would that song be like? That's the Fat one. Fat Bottom determines- Girls by. You wouldn't just go with bicycle. <laughs> if you're going to go queen, you're not just going to go bicycle. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I do. I definitely hear this like. Bow down, diddly, 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 diddly. Yeah. You know, like very, very rock, very metal. And he has to like ride in the, yeah, he has to like ride through the rain. Yeah. It's like, yeah, and he's got like that high. She's like, I am Pony Bob. You know, very, very like 80s hair metal. Um, Very like thunder, lightning. Uh, Very, yes, yes. I mean, you you don't want, just want to go with like a uh, baby we were born to run. Just born to oh. run. Right, something along Maybe the like that feel, right? That feeling, though, you know, like I think, I think that works better. I think you're right. I think the more kind of like wistful Americana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very wistful yeah. Americana. Yeah. Except for like this one's hopeful. It's not. He's like, I am Pony Bob. I am who they say I am. 
I am Pony Bob. That is me. Okay. Okay. So then he delivers <laughs> yeah. it. Um, we've got the the beautiful. We've got the inauguration, and then he becomes the greatest underground secret society mail carrier of all time. Sure. Great. What else do we got? We got <laughs> two and a half pitches. You need at least two more. Okay. Um, other things that have happened on this day because Wikipedia is special. Uh, <laughs> I guess we could go with um the Panama Papers. Oh. Huh. It's okay. uh in 2016 a bunch of papers were published revealing all of the like shell corporations uh that were like run being run for illegal purposes it could be this whole intrigue there was a movie called the laundromat uh, i believe that covers that uh so we could do the panama papers um it'd be like a legal drama yeah like a very like maybe maybe it's not even necessarily the Panama Papers. It's the the legal fallout after it. No, it's it's getting the Panama Papers. It's the intrigue. It's the corporate. It's the espionage. Tony Bob part. delivers the Panama Papers <laughs> <laughs> all the way from Panama. It's Pony Bob two live to ride. <laughs> so if we do the corporate intrigue of it, live to ride another day is what it would be. Is okay, this um, a turncoat? Yeah. Is somebody who is involved with these shell corporations the one that uh, turns over these papers? And again, none of this is going to be accurate. No, none of... Okay, we're definitely just not going to go with, like, it being accurate at all. I think that we we just tell the story of this, like, journalist who's just trying to get this information. And it's going through all of it's going on, but they get captured. They're not able to release it. But then while they're captured, someone goes and just leaks everything. So like them being captured doesn't even matter. Like and and all their work essentially doesn't even matter. But it's this thing of like still like searching for it. And eventually like it this leak saved this. It's important that it comes out. It's not so important that. Well, and it saved the journalist's life, right? Because it's not the journalist who did it. The journal, you know, it's like, since it's already out, it doesn't matter what we do to this guy. Just like, let him go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's go through this a little bit. Sure. So if we're going to do that, I like it. Yeah. So this is a reporter for some some you know investigative journalist for some paper it doesn't really the national Enquirer. the national Enquirer, perfect the national Enquirer is trying to break this big story uh but nobody will believe nobody will believe her yeah no one will believe her her. because she works for the national Enquirer. they're like this is stupid she's like look this is the only put job i could get right out of college i'm trying to make a name for myself i actually have some leads on this so uh, just just for the joke of it, I do want to say this. Uh, all of this surrounds um, a the hack of a legal firm uh, called uh, Mosek uh, Facenta is the guy's name um, okay. or the the firm's name. And they notified their clients on April 1st that it had sustained an email hack. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Well, that that's perfect because maybe <laughs> maybe the, the woman reporter yeah is with the national Enquirer, and that's why she actually eventually she can get to that law firm because they're like oh she's not a serious journalist nobody's gonna care what she has to say yada 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 so she's she at first she has a lot of trouble getting people to take her seriously 
but then she realizes she can use that to her advantage. Right. She can get to places that nobody else can because nobody thinks whatever she writes down or whatever she says is going to matter because nobody believes any of it. Like, nobody's going to believe any of it. So she's able to work her way up, all the way up to this law firm. Yeah. And so she's investigating this law firm when somebody finally investigates her and she's got like a journalism degree from Harvard. She was part of the law review. Like she's a serious journalist. And so then they start taking her seriously. And that's when she gets captured. I love climbing the ladder out of disrespect. It's just like yes. <laughs> sneaking your way up. Making it because nobody, nobody stops you because nobody takes you seriously. And you just end up at the top because nobody, no, nobody thought to tell you no. <laughs> And so she makes it, and then she finally gets discovered, and she gets captured. Uh, yeah, and I think that she, I think that she like is, um, maybe maybe she fakes a job like a paralegal job in there, you know, like yeah, goes goes the route of doing that, and is in contact with like hackers, learning about the system, telling someone about the like email system that they use. Again, it's all under the National Enquirer thing. <laughs> Because exactly. she, she says, this is how I'm going to figure out who Bat Boy is. Like, she's using the National Enquirer, like, bullshit lines to get all of this information. Like, is it yes. true that your law firm represented aliens? Like, stuff like that. Oh, my God. And it's all under the guise of getting the Panama Papers. It's awful. Um and yeah, and so then Act One ends with her getting captured. Then she's just being tortured for the first five minutes. It's a weird song, like weird take. Make this as serious as possible. But then just like another hacker, uh, just a hacker, just releases like everything. Release, um, and that's the song that we pitch. Is it's called April Fools parentheses, but not really. Is <laughs> when the Panama Papers actually come out, and the entire song is about. Is like is like them trying to convince everybody, and that per that perfectly mirrors because she's the National Enquirer and nobody will take her seriously. And yeah, the Panama exactly. Papers get released on April first, and nobody <laughs> takes that seriously because it's no, April Fools. No, no, no. It's not that. Not that it the was hack released happens. Then. Excuse me. The no, hack. they they told their clients that they had had oh. a hack. Well, that's perfect. That still mirrors everything. <laughs> it does. It's perfect. Yeah. It's like, haha, I got it. April Fool. It's no. almost like we wrote it. Um, so we've got this, so we've got the April Fools. They're trying desperately to convince everybody like, Hey, no, this is a real thing. This is a real thing. We're not a, we're not an American law firm. So we don't have this holiday. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> just make everyone seem as stupid as possible. Yeah. It's just a yeah. comedy of errors at this point. And I Fucking think, right. yeah. And then she eventually gets released. Maybe she does. Um, the hacker releases, somebody gives her a job after this and she no longer works at the national Enquirer, or does she continue to work at the national Enquirer because of the opportunities it gave her? Well, but she didn't get, she didn't release the story at all. She didn't do anything. <laughs> None of this is attached to her name. She's a completely fictitious person. <laughs> and so it is just this thing of like, oh, well, your life hasn't changed because of it. And she, you're exactly and the, the and same last spot. Song, the last song is the first song where she's reach, trying to reach people for comment. Maybe that's that's the first song. Is like, yeah. uh, can I reach? I'm trying to reach this person for comment. And it's just her on the phone, and it's a quick, and you know, it's it's, it's her setting up. But this time at the end, 
it's her trying to reach people for comment, but she's confident about it and she's actually able to get them for com- for uh yeah for comment instead of like a three and a half minute song or four minute song. It's like a one minute song where she actually reaches somebody for comment. It's nuts. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Olivia, we need one more pitch. Okay, let's see. Uh, have we made a musical about a weatherman? No. What about a weatherman? Stormy Weathers. Called Stormy Weathers, yeah. (laughs) Stormy Weathers. Um, Let's see. Weatherman. Well, he'd have to be, uh, maybe this is like a, it doesn't have to be a he. It could be a she. Um, It's a person, you know how weatherman, weatherwomen are like beloved in their community? Yes. So... Hmm, maybe they um maybe they have a falling out. They predict something. They they mispredict the weather so bad that they f- just miss a whole tornado and the town's oh. torn apart. And they have to learn how to gain respect again to or to do win we the do community. like a uh, boy who cried wolf, but with a weather person. <laughs> yeah, we could do, but I feel like we just pitched that with this person. Well, I guess <laughs> or we do or we yeah. do weatherman and Bruce Almighty. Um. They they no. predict the weather and then it happens because oh. they said it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe well that works. So maybe it is the the show starts like you were talking about. He's Olivia. a They're shitty just, weatherman. This 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 weather person was doing well. Then they do have that big fallout, and that all happens in like the first two songs. They have this big fallout where they miss a tornado and people get hurt or something ha- you know something happens people get hurt so they're down on their luck or whatever and they meet this person who makes a bargain with them very kind of deal with the devil-esque yeah and it turns out the person they make the deal with is zeus because he controls the weather um wow zeus is so- like if you let me come down as a swan and uh have sexual relationship with your wife then you can have whatever weather you Why want. Why did you use a Bill Clinton accent for this? <laughs> well, uh, uh, is Bill Clinton <laughs> Zeus? Because we we mentioned him and and it just stuck. Yeah, circling back to that. Is Bill Clinton joke. Zeus? I I. It's a legitimate question. I think we should uh, bring it up to the National Enquirer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. Jesus. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. So he. So this weather person. They. They have. Um. They have lost all their respect. Yeah. They're working as a weather person at the National Enquirer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all so the they, respectful watchers. Yeah. Now shun them. So they. Um. So they make a deal with somebody because they're like, God, I, I. I just wish I was better at my job. I wish. Like I was so sure. I was so sure that this was the case. And so somebody says, wouldn't you like to be a hundred percent sure? And they're like, what do you mean? It's like, I think we can help each other. If you agree to do this for me, maybe it maybe like the agreement is like, if you do this for me on this day, like if you predict um, a specific, maybe clear weather or stormy weather on this day for me. Yeah. We're, we're doing the damn Yankees of weathermen. Yes. 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 This is all exactly. about the about the Senate's pennant. It's great. It's, um, yeah. yeah. And so and so they so then they get the ability to predict the weather, and maybe oh. it, and and they and when they predict it, it happens. So they start getting like the first act is like them doing all of this, them realizing that they have this power. You know, it's like the first act is them discovering that they have that fun power, figuring it out, that. figuring out that it's the power, pa- the power by like switching what's going to happen really, really fast. 
And then mm-hmm. being taken advantage of by members of the community and like leaders of the community that are like, I can't make this meeting today. <laughs> I need you to call a tornado in. The sec- yeah, the second <laughs> act. So the first act ends with like them getting a proposition from like the mayor saying like, hey, my poll numbers are down. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's because it's been raining so much. Do you think you could predict a, uh, do you think you could predict some sunny weather? And that's the end. And then, so the how does the, how does the, how does the mayor, how does the mayor figure out that this weatherman's predicting the weather? I don't, well, maybe, maybe the, maybe the weatherman is like, he, because he's become such a good, because, sorry, because, because they have become such a good weather person. Um, they become a celebrity in the town. And then everyone is like, let me go buy this guy a beer. And then he gets up to the mayor's level of like hanging out with the mayor Mayor gets him a little too drunk one night. And Weatherman's like, actually. He tells the mayor. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So Hell then yeah. he slips the mayor the secret. And then the whole rest of this show is him having to like pay duty to like keep his celebrity status. He has well, to help all of these corrupt politicians. To keep people from thinking that he's a fucking witch, which he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's he got to support all of the these. Like, the mayor says. Yeah. yeah. All these so crook this- leaders. Yes, and that's the second act. And then it all the bill comes due. And so then the mysterious person who's the mysterious person? The Bill person Clinton actually? comes due. Oh god. <laughs> Hello, so, I'm back. <laughs> so why know. is this person the person who gave them the powers, the mystical being, let's say it's yes. Zeus or the devil, whoever it is. Right. Why did they need them to make this prediction? Um I think that it's uh i think maybe there is this situation in which there are multiple deals going on okay um and so the weather has to make another deal happen mm. right so like there's poor weather to make this like bank heist occur or um that oh, so someone's just like yeah, connected like with ex-wife <laughs> dies, like mm. weird stuff. Yeah, no, it's definitely the devil. It's definitely not Zeus. Yeah, because Zeus, if Zeus controlled the weather, then like he'd be able to do it himself, right? Yeah. Well, unless Zeus's power was stripped from him, <laughs> yes, in some other sort of Faustian bargain. No. Uh, <laughs> It just deals all the way down. Well, I mean, it could be something where it's like there's a bet. Yeah, um, or or like because he's making it rain so much, and it's this last raindrop that what's actually going to happen is like, um, the dam is going to burst. Oh yes, that's good. And he doesn't realize it. And he doesn't, he doesn't realize it. Yeah, he doesn't realize it. But like Zeus or the devil or whoever it is, they all have this maniacal plan to ruin the town. Yeah, yeah, and it's a situation, especially with, like, the the devil and good intentions and all that stuff, and all that jazz of a moral quandary, um, is that, like, if he hadn't, uh, like, had the celebrity status, then the the time that it needed to rain on that one day wouldn't have done anything. But because he had to, like, the mayor was having him make it rain on all of his political opponents, um days that they had um rallies or whatever you know uh there was just enough water in the dam for it to for it to burst okay then something like that then if we're gonna do that 
Then yeah. I think we need a love interest who is an environmental scientist. Of course. Who has been trying to warn warn the weather person since the beginning. Not about like their powers. They don't know their powers. No, but they're just like, it's really strange that the weather's going off so weird like this. And then like, and they finally, and yeah, and they explain, and they're like, you got to worry about the the water and all of this. And then finally they find out about the weather person's powers. And they're like, look, you got to stop. The dam is about to burst. And so then the weather person has to set, has to decide, am I going to lose everything or uh, lose everything because one person's prediction? Right. Or am I, or am I going to trust this person? Oh, this is such a good moral uh, morals debate about like climate change and corrupt politicians. Exactly. And very uh, fantastical uh, uh, theme. I like it. And so then at the end, does the weather person trust the environmental scientist or not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then they trust them and they go out on, they, they go out on their, um, on a date like, and forget no, on their, about on their it. daily, like on their, the, the oh. weather forecast and they say, it's going to be clear skies might actually be dry, drying. Uh, it'll be clear and hot enough to dry up the reservoir a little bit or something like that. Uh, you, you know, something that's well, like, yeah. Pointedly, well, yeah uh, so that, that's the thing. Do we, do we have him just like, go against the devil or does he try to outsmart the devil by saying it's going to rain, but it's only raining in this specific part of the, of the town that is nowhere near the dam. Does he get his power stripped before he can even change the weather? Oh, and then someone else changes the weather and then he has to like figure out how to stop them. Yeah. Uh, My, my thought on the ending of it, was kind of like he goes he has this final stand and so then the power gets wiped away from him yeah and then he gets the power gets wiped away from him and then he loses his popularity he loses his power yeah but he still has the the environmental scientist well if he loses his popularity because he says it's not gonna rain and then that's that's what i'm trying to figure out i'm not sure if that would work yeah it still has to rain which means that the dam still has that problem. So what they have, they we have to have a, another solution. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe he like, um, right before he loses the power, says that there's like this weird minor earthquake that just creates just like <laughs> a path for the water, um, or yeah, or they have yeah. to find the other person who's going to say. What? Who's going to make it rain? What if what if the devil strips him of his powers before and instead of fixing the weather, he just warns the whole town that the dam is going to break. And then, and then everybody just moves. And then <laughs> and then it doesn't break. Like they all freak out and then the sun oh. comes out the next day just because and then it doesn't mm. break and then he yeah. loses his popularity. And I tur- love it. And it turns out that it's not the devil. And we've just been calling him the devil the whole time. But it's instead... Earth. Exactly, yes. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you try to control the weather for once. See how it works for you. Yeah. I, I, re- I, think, the de- I think it's politics. still being the devil works. Because maybe there's... I mean, you know, the devil gives him this weather control power and then takes it away... Because yeah, the devil doesn't control the weather. He's just like, I can give you this for a little deal. bit. Yeah. yeah. Like a damn Yankees. The devil isn't good at playing baseball. He can just make people good at playing baseball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's it's a similar thing. And so, yeah, he saves the town, but they no longer trust him. But the environmental scientist does. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what song? We need one song for this. Okay. Uh... Uh, the devil's song of, like, it's going to be blue skies all around. Like oh, that, yes. Know. Yeah. It's like a very kind of... I, I, we also, we also, is... there's, I also imagine that there's going to be constant, like, uh, not exactly like Greek chorus, but like weird jingles from the town that are done in the before all of his broadcasts. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> dee, 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 dee. you know, it'd be I think it'd be like really the bulletin, cool. the da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah, and it's, it's a big fun number. Mm-hmm. So, Olivia, yeah, we have talked about four and a half, five different plays. We're just kind of having some fun which one and we've had some songs which one of the songs do you like best that william will need to write for us Ooh, let's see i mean i'm partial to my ideas fair (laughs) enough um i don't know what what was the uh well we don't have to write the jukebox one no we don't have to write the jukebox one I think I'd either like, I'd like to hear two, William. I'd like to hear um, your motorcycle one because I need a new Americana song. Sure. Okay. That's, yes. And then I'd like to hear the devil song because I'd just, yeah, uh, that'd be what fun. You do with that. Yeah, absolutely. Those are two, William, those are both great ideas. Good job. So if you can just get those to us. Um, Curse me and my good ideas. Yep. If you could just get those written for us so that way we can, um, you know, maybe pitch these to somebody. If, if, if they get picked up, we may give you credit even. Oh, good. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, that's actually going to do it for us today at We Wrote the Book. Hope you liked our pitches. Yeah, I hope you like our pitches. Like I've said uh, a couple times before, we are we're, we're experimenting with the form a little bit. We're changing things up, just trying to keep stuff fresh. So we wanted to give you something new. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, give us a like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you listen to us, give us a like. And if they allow you to uh, give a review, please give us a review. That really helps other people find out about us. You can also follow us on Instagram. Uh, Olivia, what's our Instagram handle? At We Wrote the Book Podcast. At We Wrote the Book Podcast. Great. Or if you want to send us an email with maybe a suggestion for the show, maybe an idea that we could go with, or even a song that you might, uh, that you think we might like, either for our intro or just a song about one of the songs that we talked about, send us an email at We Wrote the Book Pod at gmail.com. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. You should be able to get to it. Anything else before, uh, Olivia, you got any final thoughts? Uh, I'm going to go take a nap, I think. Oh, that sounds fun. William, yeah. what about you? Any final thoughts? Um, no. No? Okay. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We have been We Wrote the Book. Bye. See ya. See ya.